Welcome to Casually Hardcore's coverage of PAX 2017. Up next, the CH crew interviews Zhenghua Young, also known as Z, the founder of the game company Serenity Forge, and he talks about their three new games under development, The King's Bird, Once Upon a Coma, and Mystic Melee. Can you tell us a little bit about the story of the games or give us a little bit of insight into like why you kind of were more focusing on like an atmospheric kind of environment, like a visually pleasing game rather than like a shoot 'em up game, you know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, uh, I guess I can dive into a little bit about what Serenity Forge represents. Yeah. You know, we're a pretty small team uh, from Boulder, Colorado. And, uh, you know, a lot of the games that we've done uh, are really inspired by the fact that games can be so much more than just kids for to- uh, toys for kids or something like that, that the society generally treats games as. Uh, so what, we, well, uh, what happened is that when I was 18 years old, I was diagnosed with a terminal illness. And I was in the hospital for two years. And um, what happened, like, I didn't actually, um, I mean, I, it, it, I never really fully recovered from it. However, uh, I played a lot of video games during that time, and it really inspired me to do more, do better, and uh, eventually, um, you know, I felt better, and I felt like I could go out there and go do things. And that's why I started the company, in order to go out there and make all these games that, with the intention to help other people, as opposed to just, you know, waste people's time or teaching kids how to shoot each other or something like that. That's amazing that you saw something that you wanted, and you went out and did it. Like, you started the started the company (laughs) to go out and show what you wanted to do in games that's fantastic do you have any game that you know is your particular like your baby like the all of our games are extremely unique in its own way you know you're looking at three different games right now around us Um, the king's bird is definitely um, you know a game that we're developing and you know publishing everything in-house uh, and it's a game that we've been working on for like maybe three years at this point. Wow. Uh, and it's purely uh, a game that we want to uh, use to uh, y- inspire people to find greater meaning in, uh, in their own mechanical skills. So if you look at games like Super Meat Boy or Dust Wars, these are really hard games. Yeah. And a lot of casual, quote unquote casual gamers are going to look at those games and feel like uh, they're intimidated and right. they can't get in. It's like, oh, that's not for me. Well, the truth is we're all skilled in our own way. It's not that uh, it's not for you. Maybe it was just not designed in a way where it's easy for you to get into. So we wanted to create a version of something like that where you could uh, you know, almost be led into something that's really difficult. And then once you're playing this story and you're feeling really, you know, you want to know more about the game, you're also looking at these scores like, oh, maybe I can get a higher score, right? Maybe I can get a little better at it. Let's do it before you know it. You're experiencing this joy of just perfecting your craft, uh, where you know if you're a casual gamer, usually you don't really get that. Yeah. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about like the sort of gameplay that is the Kingsbird? Yeah, the Kingsbird is a momentum-focused precision platformer. Um, so again, it's inspired very, uh, very heavily by games like Dust Force and Journey. Uh, you play as a girl named Quill, who is trapped in this kingdom ruled by a tyrant king. And eventually you break out of it and, uh, you know, try to uh, seek out that freedom and bring it to everyone. But then you realize that there's a reason why that king kind of wanted to protect his citizens. So it's a a game that uses a lot of very, um, you know, dynamic types of movements and uh, flow. 
um, and different art styles that's inspired yeah. by yeah. Mayan and uh, Inca and uh, even South, Southern uh, Southeast Asia, like from uh, Burmese kind uh -huh, of cultures. Uh -huh. yeah. It's beautiful. It really yeah. is. Thank you. Um, and then you guys are all. Did you guys also do pinstripe? Uh, we didn't do pinstripe. Yeah, uh, but we are working on uh, the game with the creator. With of the pinstripe. Okay, that's yeah. what it was. That's because I had heard in that the Once Upon a Coma, then uh -huh. you can tell after watching the like the inspiration, like you can see a little bit of pinstripe in it. But what I'm into psychological based oh, yeah. games and I love them. So can you tell us a little bit about the storyline behind Once Upon a Coma? Yeah. So Once Upon a Coma um, is a, definitely a psychological uh, narrative focused game. Where um, you know it's hard it's hard to talk about it without giving away too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, of course. But really, um, I mean, what it comes down to is that uh, the main character attempted to commit suicide and uh, put himself inside a coma, um, you know, because it didn't go all the way through. And the whole game takes place in his head, you know, as a surreal experience. And basically, you know, as a player, you're just trying to piece together what's going on because you meet all these characters that kind of make sense, kind of feel like real life characters, but they don't really fully resemble everything. Um, so I like to compare it to playing a Dali painting in a lot of ways, Ooh, where it's very surreal. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. That's a great comparison. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah so um, I noticed that there were other characters, as you said, that you met in Once Upon a Coba. Um, Is there going to be like dialogue choices in that game? or so? Yeah, there are choices. Um, there's a lot of uh, very dark themes as well. I see main character you're gonna be in his head literally yeah um, you're gonna be seeing him as a raw person no, the main character is uh, you, you'll quickly find out that he's homophobic in some ways fat phobic in, in a lot of ways as well um, but you know you can see all, also how his mind changes throughout the game you know in the beginning you'll see characters where he just absolutely hates because their body size is right. in certain ways but later you'll realize that maybe he changed his mind throughout or maybe there was a trauma due to it uh, you know, so there's a lot of very interesting Yeah, uh, yeah, that's games. awesome. That yeah. sounds great. Um, and then the last game that we saw was Mystic Melee. Yeah, that's correct. So in the in the teaser or trailer that we viewed, it seemed like there was single player and multiplayer. Is there a single player campaign in it? or? Yeah, so the single player of the game is actually a really strong focus for it as well. Um, we decided to release early access with uh, the multiplayer as the focus for now. Um, the single player actually features a pretty nice story with four different characters. It's kind of like a combination of drama and uh, comedy. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a lot of humor as involved in how just the game's physics works and all that. Uh, but you know, with the four different characters, we wanted to set up like a kind of a traditional space opera kind of a yeah, feel to it. Yeah. So you know, it's a lot of made. It's basically magicians in space is what the the game. The, the soundtrack for it oh, in yeah. the, the yeah, teaser trailer. It was good. Amazing. Yeah, it sounded you. great. Yeah, yeah, and I love the art style. Like the it's like the highlights around the characters. Yeah, yeah. Like it looked fantastic. Yeah, our composer is actually somewhere around here watching. Really? Us, so, That's yeah. so amazing. Oh, yeah. We were all commenting when the yeah, trailer uh, came over. Like this. Like music. music is fantastic. He also did the music for the Kingsbird. Oh, really? Okay, great. Really? Yeah. That's great. That's wow, great. That's a lot. A very different style. Okay. I know. He's very, <laughs> very awesome. He's yeah. actually still a full-time yeah. student, and he's, oh, a wow. he's a programmer as oh, well. He's just yeah, a talented. He's really talented. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. And you said you had a really small team. What size of team do you yeah, have? Yeah, we're nine people right now. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's not super big, but it's maybe a little bigger than your typical indie uh, you know, yeah. team that's only like one game. Exactly. But we work on like seven games. Yeah. You got a lot of stuff yeah, going yeah. on, right? Yeah. Uh, how? So what? Are any of these already out, or are these all still in production? The three games. Oh, I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> uh, so a lot of these games are uh, currently being worked on. I mean, okay. the Mystic Melee, the Kingsbird, and Once Upon a Coma are all still in development. 
Uh, however, you know, some of the other games that we released, like uh, Foresight of Fantasy, right. Lifeless Planet, um, these games we released, you know, in prior years. So. Cool. What kind of systems are they on? Are they just Steam games or computer games? Yeah, all of our games are on Steam. Uh, we're also, uh, you know, doing a lot of Nintendo Switch work right now. Oh, uh, yeah, and also. <laughs> so exciting every time we hear that. <laughs> Yeah, we've been a partner with PS4 and Xbox One for a while now, so all of our games are generally going to be on there. We haven't made any hard announcements for any of our current games. I see, I see. Yeah. That was well, thank you all. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Hopefully. Yeah, thank you so much. I am really excited yeah, to wanna, try wanna, some wanna, of the games. Yes. Absolutely. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore's coverage of PAX 2017. Check us out on the web at www.alphageekradio.com.